Even when your doors are locked, you ain't safe. We're talking about the strangers on Graveyard Talk. Welcome to Graveyard Talk. This is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And tonight we discuss a favorite yeah. uh, of mine. Yeah. Mm, a good one. Okay. I, I think it's it's gotten some recognition, but it still doesn't have the recognition I think it deserves. Okay. Um, You're a big fan. I, I love this movie. The Strangers, uh, directed by Brian Bartino. Uh, he also wrote the screenplay for. I think he, I think it was a first. I think this was his first movie. Okay. Kind of thing. I don't know what else the fuck he's done. Right. Um, yeah. But I think it was right. that uh, I was put on Universal Pictures, uh, Rogue Pictures, and the box office it made eighty two point four million dollars. Oh boy! Holy fuck! Um, I saw this movie. I did not. Um, I, I wouldn't hype about it when I was young when it came out. I didn't like it. I didn't care about it. Well, too slow. There's been a thousand movies that have come out like this movie now. since this one. Yeah. Now, yeah. Um, so if it came out now, I probably wouldn't have been as interested. But it, this was one of oh, the first it, ones, you know. Kind of the stalker, the the unknown assailant type of shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, pro- yeah, I mean. One of my first modern kind of takes that I can think about. Yeah. Really in that vein. But I just, man, high school me when this came out, I think, what year did it come out? 2008. Oh, uh, college me. Yeah. I thought I was a little younger, but yeah, college me. Uh, just still wanted like monster shit and like creatures and shit a little more. Yeah. And I just, it was a little too slow for me back then. Uh, I like it now. Yeah. Because I can deal with slower movies, and I don't care if there's creatures. I just want to see people get slowed up somehow. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing is like I was expecting uh, to I I was expecting a slasher film, um, right. but I still I still was very 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 happy with what I saw. Yeah, um, what do you call this? Just a I say it's a psychological thriller more than anything. Um, yeah, really. I mean, I guess so. You know. Uh, it was inspired by two main things. It was inspired by the uh, uh, Charles Manson family murders. Yeah. Um, isn't, and it's also, yeah, but it also the the director apparently his childhood there was a lot of break ins when he was yeah. a kid that kind of fucked him up a little bit, a little trauma there. I get tired of everything being associated with Manson. Yeah, like, these days you know especially. It's like, get, give old Charlie his, his due. Yeah, I get it. Which is. But his anniversary of his death was there recently. Well, happy death day, Charlie. But uh, I don't know, man. Just Elder Skelter, brother. Just give <laughs> give old Charlie a little break. Yeah. You've been blaming shit on him for a hundred years. Yeah. Like just man, let him let him. Just I'm gonna go ahead and say I said Elder Skelter. I mean just the song, not oh. the uh, not not the eh, the 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 thing that he was famous for. One to right. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, no, I, 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 I get what you're saying because I, I, I feel like they, they use... I think Charles Manson is an interesting character for sure. I think he's, uh, you know, when you're studying true crime and like, you know, oh, like yeah. history and murder and all these different things. Yeah, you gotta... Of course, he has inspired all kinds of shit, but is everything... Yeah, you know like, I, mean? I, feel, I feel like... I um, think this one is a... I don't know. I mean, I get where it is. Yeah, you know, but fuck. They, 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 they definitely because I mean, 
Yeah, the, 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 the whole Manson family thing, like, was, I mean, because I knew that watching the fucking movie. Like, while I was watching, it was very obvious. Um, first off, let's, before we get any deeper in this shit, um, quick little synopsis here. Um, I'm going to go ahead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the back of the box. Oh, if the, if, if, if the back of the box doesn't give what I need to give, um, then we'll go from there. But, uh, Folks, call in and tell him he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Explore your worst fears imaginable with a shocking suspense thriller inspired by dis- disturbing true events. After a 4 a.m. knock at the door and a haunting voice, Kristen McKay, played by Liv Tyler, and James Hoyt, Scott Speedman, remote getaway becomes a psychological night of terror as three masked strangers invade. Now they must go far beyond what they thought uh, themselves capable of if they hope to survive. Now, that really doesn't. Boo! Shut up! Some old dumb shit. I'm just reading the back of the box. But everybody owns this movie, and they read that all the time themselves. Okay, so fuck that. So basically, you have <laughs> you have the character of uh, of James and Kristen. Um, the whole plan. I'm trying to rekindle. They're trying to. They're trying to. They're both. Well, they're actually. There's a whole thing there. I don't know. They uh, they're going to uh, uh, James's parents house or weekend house or whatever the fuck the lake house or whatever the fuck it is it's cabin in the woods (laughs) it's not the cabin in the woods (laughs) it's a fucking house in uh uh in a small little place um but they go they they, they go to this house you, you you first see them and there's a very somber feeling going around uh you can tell that something's not right they're not happy about something. Um, they don't really explain right off the bat what's going on, but you can tell there is some domestic uh, issues. Turmoil. There's some turmoil going on. Um, you're in the house. You see like a whole romantic setup going on, like something was planned and didn't go right, which you kind of already figure out what it is uh, before it is explained. Um, but... They sit down. I think James grabs the ice cream, or she grabs the ice cream, or the fuck. And there's this whole they're sitting there, and they're just very, you know. Um. They talk for a minute, and it's kind of they're kind of argumentative to a, to a degree. He says he's kind of he's going out, um. And he leaves for a little bit. While he's out, uh, Kristen decides that she realizes she needs more cigarettes than what she has. Uh, tells James to go pick up more cigarettes. Um, within that time period, there's a knock at the door. And there's a girl, which you can't see her face, but there's a girl that asks if... I can't remember the girl's name that she asked for. Is Haley there, or is Donna at home, yeah, I or something? I can't remember that part. Um, it has been a couple of years since I watched this movie, but I do enjoy this movie a lot. Um, and Kristen tells her, "No, uh, there's no one here by that name." And she goes, "Okay." And then she goes, "See you later." And she walks Ooh, off. Ominous. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. So it's like you already you you already know that like okay this bitch is fucking. Doing something crazy later. 
Um, she's gonna see you. It 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 then shows uh, uh, Liv Tyler, Kristen, doing dishes and whatnot. And you see in the background that at some point there was a guy in a potato sack mask, burlap bag, just standing there. And it's probably one of the creepiest scenes it's because good, that's what I was gonna mention. It's a really good shot. It's a cool scene because like there's not a whole lot of music in this. Right. There's there's a lot of sounds. There's a lot of like, completely a lot of sounds. Shit crunching and breaking and you know whatever. But yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's very subtle when you're watching it and you see this guy walk out of nowhere in the background. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, he's already in the fucking house. Uh, she, uh, I can't remember. She, she's doing dishes and stuff. She kind of feels kind of weird. She looks around. Um, and then someone knocks the door again and she ends up having to move something in front of the door because somebody tries to, to get in and all that stuff. But this is after the fact that you don't, she doesn't realize they've already been in the house. Yeah. Which is very creepy. I mean, that that's what makes this movie so damn good is the fact that when you watch this movie, no matter how many times you watch this movie, you know what the, the, the ending is, you know everything. Right. Like, it's terrifying. Yeah. The fact yeah. that somebody has, you know, the place you're supposed to be in and safe at, somebody already has the upper hand on it. Yeah. You know, that's the scary part about it. Um, there's a lot, because I, I remember when this movie came out, a lot of people wanted to uh, be shitty, like, oh, well, like, you know, nobody really dies in the movie, and da 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 Oh, spoiler alert! Movie's been out for fucking years, people. Uh, you probably own it. If you have never seen it, you own this movie, uh, then stop buying bulk at the pawn shop uh, and buy what you actually are going to watch. I'm just saying. I know those people. We're buying DVDs. Yeah. Period. Fuck you. Watch this movie. Um, but she she ends up basically being like terrorized. Like I mean, there's somebody that's beating on this fucking door. They're they're trying to get in all this stuff. She isn't blocked off. Um, trying to figure out where James is at, and you almost it gives you a feeling that maybe James is a part of it. Yeah. Because they 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 you find out like through little flashbacks that they were at a wedding. And so he is dressed in, like, a tux kind of thing. Um, she's in a whole outfit, you know, like, you know, a little, like, you know, look dressing nice. Um, dressing fly. It's like a super fly. Um, and when you first get the first glimpse of the dude in the burlap sack, um, when she first gets the glimpse of my bad, because you've already seen him, um, there is shit written all over the the windows and all this yeah, shit. Yeah, I forgot. And she's freaking the fuck out. And she's trying, like, she doesn't know what's going on. Trying to get a hold of, uh, of, of James. Uh, her phone. She laid her phone somewhere for it to charge. And at some point she realized that, you know, everyone's fucked up. I can't remember if I'm, if I'm jumping the gun on that one or not. It's been a minute since I've watched this fucking movie. But, um, she, she comes back, she, she's in the room, there's banging on the windows, there's writing on the windows, um, I can't remember what the fuck it actually says, some of murderer or some shit with it, um, 
No. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Well, I'm booing you, Chuck. Anyway, so idea. so James comes home. She hears him walking, and she's like, uh, "There's something going on. Whatever. There's people at the door, the the the, the, the window, and all that." And when I was first watching the movie, I really did think he had something to do with it, something to do with it. Because the guy in the burlap sack is wearing a fucking suit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not they were, you know, wanted that to be a thing, you know, but... I think so. I think it was a purpose uh, for Red Hang like that to, like... Throw you off a little bit. for just a few more minutes. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. just drag it a little bit more, and then you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's fucked too. Like, he's not part of it. Yeah. Like... And, you know, he he comes in, and even though they've, they've had their issues... Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll go ahead and say this, um, because with the flashbacks and stuff, you find out that their whole issue was, while they're at this wedding of their friends, getting married, uh, he proposes to uh, Kristen, and she declines it. <laughs> uh, which is probably one of the worst feelings... I've never had the worst. I've never been I've declined. I've asked one time, and it was accepted. So. I've never been declined, but I've never gotten married. <laughs> so I don't know. I, gonna, I wouldn't advise it. Uh, you know, just uh, I'm, I'm I'm with Whitman on this yeah. one. Uh, I've never made it down the aisle, therefore I don't think I should, especially right. in 2022. I have not one bad thing to say about my ex-wife. I love her. I think she's a great person, but I wouldn't get married. Right. Just uh, you know, feel it. So. Feel it. Um. So I get old girls. Uh, Right. I mean, that's what we're... Yeah. You know. And, you know, um, but there, he, he's, he's talking to her and he's trying to figure out what's going on. She's showing him some stuff. I think that's when the fucking phone thing, like the phone ends up being like thrown in the fire or something. Um, they... They end up getting freaked out to the point where James throws out a phone call to his buddy Mike. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. Now, Mike is played by Glenn Howerton, who is a part of one of my favorite fucking, like, comedy shows of all time. Boo. What do you mean, boo? Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, uh, he uh, is fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. I ain't got time for it. But in this one, he gets a phone call. Uh, he doesn't get it till later on, but he gets the voice message of James going, hey man, oh, I totally skipped that. He had called him earlier. My bad. He called, he called, he called his buddy Mike. Shut up, the booze. Yeah, he, 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 James called Mike earlier on and he said, hey, things didn't work out like I thought they were going to. Uh, meaning, you know, Kristen said no, so all these flower petals and candles, all this stuff, kind of went to waste. Although they have a moment where they almost do some hot fucking in the kitchen and then it's ruined by a knock at the door. Sure. And that's... Yeah. Um, my, again, it's been a couple of years so kind of all over the place but I think we're getting it to where we need to be. Nope. Um, what? I mean, nope. He said nope and I say yep. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, so the buddy, Mike Glenn Howard, um, he 
finally gets the message of, hey man, can you go pick me up? Like, you know, things don't work out, whatever. And he goes over to the house and well, it's kind of fucked up. You ready for this one? If you haven't watched this movie, you're 25 years late. Yeah, you're kind of stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one. Like, seriously, why are you listening to us if you haven't seen this fucking movie? Um, but he shows up, and at this point, um, they've already shown where uh, James and Kristen, James has found his dad's gun. Kristen calls him out on the fact that he doesn't know how to use a shotgun, which he said that him and his dad used to go out shooting all the time. And he wow. not Yeah, she's like, well, I thought you said, and he's like, uh... And what you find out that he's... Bitch-ass liar. You find out he's kind of a liar about some things. This movie kind of, like, as it goes on, you figure out, like, some weird shit about their relationship, and you almost feel like, oh, well, like, no wonder she said no. Like, you know... But, like, it's a good shift. First, you're thinking, oh, like, like, what's wrong with those dudes? Like, girls just like punking them out. And then you're like, like you said, it's like, oh, he's mm-hmm. kind of just like a jackass. Uh, you know, you kind of wife up Liv Tyler, you better come, come correct tonight at all. You know what I mean? Oh, she better come first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, because Liv Tyler's a goddamn babe. She's a little too skinny for my taste. I like big butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's still she's she's still got a, a beauty to her that's just. I hate her dad so much. Oh my god, that. I hate Aerosmith. Fuck Aerosmith. Right. Can we get a one, two, three? Fuck Aerosmith. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, women didn't go with that one anyway. No, I am. They're my most hated band. Yeah, and he's got it. <laughs> All right, fuck this. We're out of that. Don't, anyway, don't, don't ever say that. But. No, she, and she does a really good job of this. This is the first time, I can't remember what she was in before this, really. Empire, uh, Empire Records. Yeah, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. I mean, and so. Aerosmith videos. True. With Alicia Silverstone. Doing some weird shit. That's your daughter, man, but. Crying, left oh, you. Yeah. Fuck that motherfucker, dude. Like, <laughs> everybody forgets the motherfucker was like a pedophile and like. Yeah. Uh, had his daughter in some like weird sex video type shit. It's like. Fuck all that business. Anyway. Yeah. Any fucking way. Steven Tyler, fuck you. Uh, yeah, for sure. But she you, does a really cool... You like, grainy looking she's motherfucker. A, uh, she does a good job in this flick. Like She, she actually, does. Like, show that she can act. She's not just like, oh, my dad's famous, so I got this gig. Right. Oh, I'm an actual actress. Like, I'm, yeah. I can do shit. So it was cool. I like that aspect, you know. And like, was this before or after Armageddon? Because wasn't she in that shit oh, too? Oh yeah, uh, I think this was after. This was after. I think. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know about that. Either. I can't. I can't remember because I didn't like that movie. I didn't. No, it's stupid, crazy shit. But I watched it as a kid. Yeah. But either way, though, both those movies kind of led the way to her to get shit like Lord of the Rings. Oh fuck yeah, you she wasn't I mean? that. But that was after all these movies, and she like proved herself. Can do like serious roles and she did. You know. I, that that it, the in this movie spe- specifically, I believe that she's in complete distress. Yeah, she sells it, but she's good. Right. Because I'm not actually that big of a Liv Tyler fan. Just I don't know, man. Whatever. Yeah, but you get the devil or do though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think in this movie she really like shows up. You know. 
Yeah. Like I, I, well, okay. We'll get we'll get we'll get back to the the, the, the plot line. So, guy is checking on his fucking friend. He, you know, he sees the back door uh, unlocked, which he actually he had a rock thrown through his fucking window when he pulls up. Yeah. He tries to call James and he can't get through, and he's just laughing. He's just like, oh, this is some stupid shit, whatever. And he walks into the back door. And at this point, James is in a room with Kristen, and he has got a shotgun pointed at the door. Uh, of course, man in the sack is wearing um, a suit, as well as all of the, the men in this movie are. Um, Mike walks up, and you see it like the guy in the in the, the burlap sack, the burlap sack on his head. Um, walking up behind him. He's getting ready to clock him with a goddamn fucking axe. And then... Shotgun goes off and Mike's dead. He's fucking... He's he's laying there and he is, he's dead. And the guy in the fucking roll-up sack is just kind of like... He's just kind of moving his head yeah. back and forth and he's just kind of like, huh, they did that for me. Okay. Yeah. And of course, they use that against them. I think that is when they put murder or whatever on the windows or yeah. some shit. They there's a whole thing. They're still fucking with them. At this point, basically, other than like trespassing and like criminal mischief and some like bullshit, like old dude is a murderer. Yeah. Even like if the cops dropped in right then, like boom out of the sky. All right, the the people in the woods. Yeah, you can put a few charges on him. Yeah. But this motherfucker's going to jail. Like, he's yeah. the bad guy right now. So, uh, yeah. I, it, it's kind of a compelling scene because when he realizes, because he thinks he's got the guy. He's like, woo, woo. And then he goes in the hallway and realizes, oh, shit, I just shot Mike in the face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe right. think of Pulp Fiction. Well, I kind of... Like I just shot called, Marvin in the face. If you called me to pick you up from somewhere that you were getting terrorized, and instead of, you know... Well, he didn't know you were getting terrorized. He thinks well, something's weird because you all, you have the, the records going on, obviously, with the... Yeah. Yeah, with... Uh, uh, but you're going to just blast the shotgun, you know, it's like... Yeah, you might want to wait a second before you, you blast off. Just... Kind of totally forgot that your friend might be on his yeah, way. Yeah, like, give a yell. Yeah. Give a, I mean, he see because he, he does call, he does call her out, but the record's playing. Um, fuck, Mama tried, Mama tried, women yeah. better. Well, it but, yeah, well, yeah, and uh, or no. yeah, it's well. No, it's Merle Haggard. It is Merle Haggard. It's Merle Haggard. Wayland Wayland did a version of it though. though. My bad, country folks. I'm pretty sure it's Merle Haggard. I think, I think yeah, it's Merle Haggard. I think it's Merle Haggard. So. Um, classic song though I mean a good one got to see it performed live with uh, some local bar guys in Nashville and it was actually pretty cool um, but uh, so he doesn't like so nobody can hear him calling out so he gets shot in the fucking face James realizes uh, he doesn't want Kristen to see Kristen sees she kind of has a moment um, and then it's like a complete cat and mouse yeah. They think they can get out. There's a barn involved. There's a, a, a radio involved. 
all this shit. Now, the thing with this movie that I really love that a lot of people missed the point of was the fact of, and also I guess it goes back to, to it goes to the sequel when it comes to that shit. But we'll get that in a minute. We ain't getting into that yet. Well, we'll get into that in a minute, yeah. But the thing is, a lot of people couldn't get the hint that this movie was not meant to be a slasher. Right. It was meant to be a fucking mental mind fuck. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's what I, as a kid, didn't like. I wanted it to be a slasher film. Yeah. Well, I, that's yeah, what I, I mean, think it was. That's how I just, you know, just what I thought being a, you know, 20-year-old kid or whatever. And, uh, I love it. Because I was living... 23-year-old kid. Yeah, because I, so, I was... So, yeah, how old are you now, right now? How old am I? Yeah. 38. Yeah, so you're... Yeah, you're not much... Yeah, not much older than I am. I was... Yeah, I was about... I was like, 24? Yeah, I was like, shit, has been weird me. Yeah, but... Yeah. Young kid, I just want a slasher film or monsters or some shit. I didn't want no psychological, like, just scream fest, like, just... Someone would be terrorized in a fucking house. I just wasn't my thing. Yeah. Still not super high on my list, but I think this is a good, good play. The, this, the, this film shows a certain psychological balance between real and fantasy. Um, because, the, and, and here, here's where we're just going to bounce all over the fucking place. You know, there, there's a moment in the movie where Kristen and James try to get to the car. They go to the car and they realize there's a truck that's pulling up behind them. Right. And they get they can't get the car started. They get the fuck out of the car and the truck rams it and they have to go back in the house. Now we just uh, did did an episode on Night of Living Dead, and I'm a big fan of this happens in one place. I yeah. love that shit. I yeah. ever seen the movie Phone Booth. Yeah. Love that movie because it mainly plays out in a small little phone booth. If you can make a movie interesting and be in one place, yeah, that I'm sold. I love that shit. And this movie has like uh, you know because of the fact that it was based on a couple of real aspects of certain things that happened. Yeah, you know it, it gives a certain like fear factor. Uh, the fact that you, you realize, like, you know, when they realize that the phones have been fucked with, they've been thrown in the fire and yeah. all that stuff, like, they're in the house. They can kill you at any time. They do this. It's a cat and mouse fucking, like, game. The whole fucking movie from there on out. You know, they could get... I mean, Kristen falls at one point, hurts her fucking ankle, and she's crawling, and there's someone behind her, and yeah. they could kill her at any fucking yeah. time. They don't. Because it's that whole little, it's like... About, it's like playing with your food. Yeah. You know? It's like, okay, I'm not ready for you to go yet. I'm having too much fun. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to kill somebody. It's, you know, torturous to just let them think they're, they're doing something or getting the upper hand when you they're obviously not. Like, you're just watching them gain and lose hope. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, like that, that, that's in this movie that I love so much, the fact that they're... There is a cat and mouse. There is there is a little bit of like tug of war. There's a there, there's a little bit of a 
Um, we can do this to you anytime we want to. Yeah. We're just picking at you. And that's the scary part about it. That there's a lot of movies that have um, jump scares and whatever. And jump scares, you know, like, I know that jump scares is like a, it's a taboo anymore, it seems. Um, it's okay for a movie to have jump scares. Um, they just gotta be They have to thoughtful. be... Right, and I think this one does it perfect. Yeah. I, I think that every scene in this fucking movie, um, where there is no music, where shit is subtle, for the most part. Uh, you know, there's a there's a part where uh, Kristen's in, in, in the barn and she's trying to like call out to people, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, fucking Dollface or whatever jumps in yeah. and fucking like you know takes over. Um, this is a film that. Literally, like, it was me and one of my friends. Um, we were we were talking about it, and she, uh, I was like, what's, you know, what, what's a good movie plan? Like, let's go see a movie. And she was like, that Strangers movie looks pretty cool. And I was like, I'm thinking about the same fucking thing. Let's do that. Went to the movie. Left there being creeped the fuck out. And when a movie, like, makes me feel a certain way. Because, I mean, like, I remember fucking, like, jolting a couple of times. Like, I mean, like, yeah. in my seat. Like, just like, okay, all right. Like, it was done a right way. It wasn't back-to-back bullshit. And it was very subtle. Yeah. It was like, okay, you know, Kristen's crawling, whatever the fuck. And then, out of nowhere, slightly, you know, there's... Dude with the mask or doll face. They're or almost fun. like reverse jump scares. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a jump scare in the movie is when you actually kind of throw something. Bah, yeah. yeah. Right? And this one is very... It's You reveal something to the audience. It's yeah. Like, like, you know, jamming it in their face, you, you, just, you just show it. You lift the curtain a little bit. Right? So it's like... And then you still get the jump. It's like, but oh, you don't is, get it, the, is it what I saw? Yeah, you don't get the... Just, I don't know, it's just more thoughtful. It's like, it doesn't have to be the same, that rate of speed. It doesn't have to be a, but like a real quick one. It can be a slow reveal or whatever, but it's just yeah. like, well-placed or well-lit. Well, I mean, how many times have we seen the, the cat in the cupboard? Yeah, First yeah. off, how the fuck does a cat get in a cupboard? Man, I live. I even knows that shit. How many movies where a cat jumps out of a cupboard? Oh, I get it, but I live with two cats, dude, and they do all kinds of dumb shit. Cause they get in a cupboard, though. I don't know, man. Cats are evil. I don't know. Gertie is a fucking monster. She, can <laughs> she is, shit. yeah. So it's like, I mean, she's a good little beast, but she sits up on the sink and just like, she probably could get in there if there was. She knows her food's not there. Have you trained her to use the toilet yet? No, it ain't my cat. But I would have taught her all kinds of shit if it was my cat. I mean, it's, it's Megan's cat. I don't... I mean, I just... Why hasn't her. Megan, like, taught her, like, using... Like, <laughs> come on, yeah. Plus, she's old. I mean, she's had forever. But, like... I don't know. I've, cats, seen, I've seen it's possible. Cats can do... You know... Yeah, they can get in the cupboard, but... Well, let's be honest. Cats are all... Uh, every cat ever existed is a soul of a witch that that, that is now deceased. I, I hope. That's what I always believe. I, that's where I want to go when I'm dead. So, a, uh, a cat or a tree, or a bat. I'm hoping I'm a, an alligator when when I'm when I come back. People eat you, man. 
Hey, people will fish for you and eat you. Before that, though, you want to eat them. Real fair. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, this movie... Going back to the jump scares thing and all that, yeah. like, like you know, like you said, it, it's reversed. You, you know, it's it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's not thrown at you; it's like unveiled to you. Like you're you're watching a scene, and like you're like, all the right, whatever. In the corner, and all of a sudden, yeah, right. You, you slowly know. see something, yeah. and you're like, you what still get the, the fuck? You still get the jump. Yeah, but I don't get it. It's not. There's just something about the timing of it makes it better. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, like when 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 I watch a movie and like they don't give you the like Jurassic Park has jump scares. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Oh man, the Velociraptor or the fucking Megaloboogler or whatever. Uh, you know, because they have the Megaloboogler ever. They have all these crazy dinosaurs now. That I don't remember or know about when I was a kid, but Jurassic Park's one of the greatest movies ever made. Just the first the, one. They the, first, the first. But they've got a, a million. Of them. But you know what I'm saying? Like big monster movie. Okay. Throw that. Those are where jump scares go. Right. Big yeah. monster flicks. Yeah. Oh, I'm running. I'm driving my fucking four wheeler, and a giant spider climbs over the hill. That's a jump scare. Throw that shit at me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But movies like this, you don't gotta throw it at me. Right. That's. I don't. It's know. It's already there. People who watch this movie or who listen to this shit, you'll you know you get it. You're either throwing shit at me, or you know, that's the two ways you get jump scares. Right. Like, you reveal it to me or you throw it at me. Yeah. They both get the same response, but one is one, is more well-written or more, more planned. Than it's one, creepier you know. for me when you're watching a scene, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, because I feel like you might agree with this. When you're watching a scene and everything seems fine, and then slowly there is a figure or there's something that oh, they're just... Oh, they're my favorite, because they're... I've I've been It's so, not blatant and that's what makes it creepy. I've been so desensitized like since a, a young kid, so these like horror movies don't get me the way that normal people do. That's why I like True. That's why I love horror movies. Like yeah. I get a happy feeling from them. But when the few scenes like that happen, they still give me a little chill and that's what I love. True. I mean that's what I'm you know, I like the the scariness of horror movies, but I've just grown so accustomed, and I, I'm so used to it. It's like going to my my friend's house when I see a monster on TV. Or yeah. But every once in a while, like I mean, the very first time I watched Signs, right, got a huge creep factor. Yeah. For that that one scene when there's a leg in the cornfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a creeper scene, man. Because you're like, it's kind of the same deal. This this stuff, whatever it is, is watching me. Yeah. It's been on my turf watching me, and I, I just saw it. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. got that same feel. So to me, like, Strangers is very close to, like, uh, Signs and the OG Halloween. I, I can, you see what I'm I can get, yeah, I can get behind like, that. Like, old Mike yeah. is in the fucking hedgerow, and you see him when, you know, old girl's doing laundry. Yeah. And he's out there just like broad daylight and shit. You see, like, he's just stalking people, just doing his shit. Like, I don't know. It's the same kind of feel. I, I, It's a very yeah. specific kind of, uh, and those, that's the same deal. Because, like, 
the OG Halloween, he's in like a shadow spot, or he's. I mean, there's a couple in, the, in bright daylight when when he's just like stalking Lori or whatever fuck, but he's way back in the frame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when he's in that that hedgerow or whatever. Yeah. He's way back there. Like you see Lori up front, and you see him. Kind it's of very come, subtle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like. Either he's standing out there and she moves out of the way to where you see him, or he steps onto the sidewalk. I can't remember which way it goes, but the same kind of like slow reveal. You're not throwing that shit at me. You're just pulling back the curtain a little bit and creeping me out. And that's, I don't know, that's what I like. It, it's it's a good jump scare to me. And I totally agree with you. You know, even uh, though I love, yeah. like I said, I love monster movies. Throw those monsters and shit at me. But that's just like a, it's a fun just gut response. It doesn't make me scared you know what I'm saying like it's just a a physical response like if I threw this lighter at you huh yeah you'd have a little yeah. jump scare you know what I mean so it's that it's that mentality or am I actually being creeped out enough to jump right that's a little different if like a reflex yeah or it's actually creeping me out the strangers you know OZ Halloween shit like that that's actually like you're creeping me out yeah you know you're throwing, throwing a T-Rex at me? That's just reflex. I'm going to run from a T-Rex. You know what I mean? Like, mentally, that's how... That's, oh, like, he's fucking throwing the T-Rex at me you again. Know what I'm yeah, you're going to flinch from a, a, you know, something big coming at you. But, man, when they reveal a face, a mask, a fucking hand in the shadow, a foot in the cornfield, you're like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, it's a whole different kind of feel, and it's uh, way creepier. So, um, we'll go ahead and just cut to the end of this movie. Yeah, because there's a bunch of just like weird cat and mouse torture type of shit. I mean, there, there, there's a whole, you know, uh, chase team at the bar and all that stuff. But it's still and, like, and go back inside. It's all the cat and mouse stuff. It's all the cat and mouse stuff. It's just different it, it really is. That, it really is. Know? And at the end of the movie, James and Kristen both get caught. Which they could have been caught the whole time. Right. Which is the fucking point of this movie. Okay? Um... Uh, and they're begging and pleading for their lives. The sun's out. They're uh, roped yeah, into the whole fucking yeah. hours of this shit. Yeah, yeah. hours of torture. I mean, just, yeah. just you know, psychological fear. and just yeah. And they have James and Kristen both um, tied to some chairs, and there is a very memorable scene. Where Kristen, I think it was, uh, asked, like, why are you doing this? And then one of the girls says, you were home. Terrifying. That itself gives you chills. Like, I mean, a, there's a few cool scenes of just like the shots, but that part of the movie is my favorite part. Because you're like, Whoa! Oh man, these people are just maniacs. Yeah, they just, you, you could have been anybody. You all were the. They set up shop at this house and just waited on, yeah, whoever the fuck it was that was coming. Yeah, they didn't care. Don't care who you are right now. Yeah, the fact that, eh, you know what I mean? Like this is your part to play. Like you were home. Yeah, it, it, it's brutal. Now we also skipped out a big thing at the beginning of the movie. Um, and I did that on purpose because at this point you've seen this movie oh hush 
You stop your shit, sir. Um, at the beginning of the movie, there is a scene where these kids come in. They're like little Mormon boys, whatever. And they see that the door's wide open. They go into the house. You see uh, little flashes of, of a shotgun on the counter. You see, a, you see the aftermath at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the kids that sees everything calls the cops. You hear the whole thing, all that stuff. Now, when you go back to the end of the fucking movie, it goes back into that. And the kid goes over to uh, Kristen, and she's, you know, laying next to Mike, whose face is splattered everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, shotgun sandwich. Right. Boys. Yeah. And she is screaming bloody murder, and that's how the movie fucking ends. Yeah. Um, which, James gets stabbed and all this fucking shit, but... Um, this this is a film that like I feel if you really want to be creeped out you know this is the kind of movie that like you watch if you're if you're like man I'm gonna smoke a big old blunt to myself I wanna get a little fucking like freaked out put the fucking I mean, I'm not the only one that likes to do that shit but no I'm not but when it comes to a movie like this that makes certain emotions come out, like the, the cream factor, like the what ifs, the, yeah. you know, this is one of those fucking movies. This, this is a movie, like, to me, um, it's it's one of the best that's come out in in years. I mean, it, it's right up there with, with, with a lot of fucking movies. Um, but, you know, in 2008, it was... I can't think of the movies that were out at that moment, but it was, I know it was one that stuck out. It was one that was kind of like, here's this fucking storyline. Oh, this is kind of old school. No, it wasn't the slasher I was hoping it would be, yeah. but I was pleasantly surprised by it. Um, you know, me and my friend, when we, 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 we left, me and her, we talked about it for, for hours about like this, how, how much we loved that movie. And, um, uh, got completely drunk later on about it, and uh, and like had a whole fucking like three hours. If podcasts were a thing back then, um, but th- th- this movie, scared? yeah, That's there was, true. yeah, there was a, a definite uh, fear there. Checked the lock a couple more times that night. Um, honestly, I checked the locks every time I leave the house, two or three times, and I would say that this movie has a big influence on that. Good. Um, I will say that as a horror fan I'm glad it's still scaring you hey, every time I watch it it gives me the fucking creeps I might watch it after you leave later good it's a good fucking movie it's, it's, it's a tell me how scared you are afraid somebody's gonna bust in welcome back welcome back welcome back I hate that show eh uh, alright so we're not welcome back calling this bitch um, so we've been talking about the strangers the 2008 thriller where uh, a cat and mouse thriller. Um, real quick, we're going to go ahead and do this. How many tombstones would you give this movie? Whitman. <coughs> Back maybe. Um, probably. 
it's above the, the bullshit. But I'm not a huge fan necessarily. I'm going three and a half. Really? Yeah. I would have figured you would have gone a little bit higher than that. Not for me. I thought we both were like similar on this movie. I think it's good. I don't know. It just doesn't rank high for me personally. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I just didn't like it when I first seen it, so it took me a while to warm up to it, but I, I've come to turn, it's a good flick. Yeah. So I think if you're a fan of horror, you should you should check this this movie out. What what did you like about this movie, and what didn't you like about this movie? Like, things that stick out. Well, like, my I mean, favorite scene is that Because You Were Home. It, it really is a good scene, yeah. You know, just that. They took their masks off and all that shit, and you can't see them. You don't see, but. Yeah. So the fact that these people let her see. Then it around up. You know, and just. Yeah. Uh, but. And a couple of shots with, like, the bag man and dollface and shit, just. Just the, the actual cinematography of them. Like, when they're kind of in the. Same with the, the Michael Myers shot, like, the. When they're in the distance, that's why I love long shots. Like when she's on the fucking like swing. Oh man, I mean, there's a couple yeah. of shots that's like real good. Yeah. You know, creeper shots and actually just well done shots. Like I actually like the, the line work and the symmetry of the fucking lighting or whatever. You, you, I'm a big lighting guy. I think the lighting can really like. I agree. Just either, you know, if you diffuse it, it's got a crazy look. If you fucking you know, dampen everything. I don't know, there's just all these different things. Movie's so fucking dark, too. I that's mean, it. Like, it, it, it. So when they highlight their mask or you see a piece, it really sticks. Yeah. You know, so... But I, to me, it just doesn't have a huge rewatch value. And I don't know, some of those reasons why I don't... I won't put it higher necessarily. I, I think it's a good flick. I think it's a... Uh, you know, but it's... I don't know. Like, I just never think to go to it. It's not my rewatch pile. It's not... It's good, but it just doesn't hold my attention, I think. Yeah. Now that I've seen it as much, like like I said, I still like those shots. But I would put it on and read a book. Like, I wouldn't, like, watch it. You know, like... If, if somebody, that, you know, a friend of yours comes into town, whatever the fuck, has not seen this movie, would you be like, oh, we've got to watch this? Because... No. No? I would tell them to watch it, but you. But watch I wouldn't really just to watch it. Yeah, okay. I would pick something else that I like better. I would make them watch The Witch or House of a Thousand Corpses or uh, I don't know. There's a handful of my like I've seen a million billion times. You know, Dawn remake. Yeah. Uh, or I mean the, the uh, Night remake or the old school Dawn. Like there's a handful that like Dawn remake's pretty good too. It is. Or that yeah, like I mean just throwing that out there. No, that's one of them. Yeah. Um, I'll be like, hey, you should watch that Strangers flick. But hey, let's watch Dawn of the Dead. You know, what I mean, I I would suggest they watch it, but I would never really probably put it in. Yeah. I haven't watched it, but maybe three times ever. You know, I gotta say. um Hey, gotta got, got give a shout out to old Shea Bay, Shea Bear. Uh, my, my my friend Shea, she she wasn't she liked horror movies, but when me and her became friends, uh, and my ex and her, because I met her through my ex for where she used to work, um, always trying to find new movies to watch, whatever, because she hadn't seen a lot of them. So I've been uh, you know trying to get her. Stuff. 
And I think this is one of those that, like, I might have her watch next time she goes yeah. out. Because she hasn't seen it. I can't remember if she has or not. But th- this is a movie that I would definitely I like. I think you like the aspects of this movie. I love the cat and mouse thing, man. Well, it's like, I think you like, well, even though it's not a slasher flick, it's closer to slashers than, than other uh, sub, you know what I'm saying? Like, because there are... It has slasher Slashers in it. They, right. They are, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you, you dig on, like, the slasher idea, and you like kind of psychological shit a little more than I do, I think. Yeah. I just want, like, monsters and, like, weird people and, you know, so it's like, I get the weird, weird people, but it's just like, it's just not my, yeah, I mean, my cause go-to. I'm, I think you like psychological shit more than me. And, yeah, you know, I, I'll agree with that, yeah. I like deeper, I like deep movies, I like psychological movies, but, like, you actually like thrillers and shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm just like, eh, unless it's, like, super deep or... Not, I don't want it. I don't want that middle. You know what I mean? If there's gonna be a killer, I want him to be mutated with the fucking chainsaw hand or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like I don't want mutated to... with a chainsaw hand. Yeah, that's I... uh, the next single from Bastard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want just some random dude. Most of the time, it's a good name though. You know, it really took Scream to hit for me to dig on uh, just people being the killers. Right. It took me a long time, even though... Dude, Which, we've been like, waiting forever for the Scream episode. I am waiting to get Megan on here. She wants to do the Scream episode, so I think uh, that'd be a good one to... Jupiter, get your ass yeah. over here so we can do this episode. Um, no soup yeah, for you. You tell her that. No soup for you. We actually finished... Show. She made me watch Seinfeld, so she'll get that joke, too. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, before I moved in, I go over there and she was just like, I just watched Seinfeld. I'm like, you're fucking ridiculous. That's terrible. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I don't forgot what we were fucking talking about. Strangers and how, like, you know, sometimes getting uh, it's, it's lost. It's my go-to. I know. I was just roundabout, but it's just not my go-to, man. It's just like, I just don't want people as the killers most of the time. Even though, you know, technically, yeah, Leatherface, he's a dude. But he falls into the, like, weird family, almost mutant kind of character. So he he gets the pass. He, you know what I mean? But, you know, the Chainsaw family, and, like, I just want more weird shit, and it's just like... Yeah, I can get that. It almost goes back to what we're saying, it's almost, like, too real. When I watch a movie, I want, like, a little bit more fantasy element. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily yeah. a gore guy or slashers or whatever necessarily, but... I want a little more over the top. Yeah. I want to. I want to do. Even if he's going to kill people, I want him possessed by an evil ghost. I want mm-hmm. him a fucking curse of the land that's making him possessed. Or like, I want a little more with my my just killing and shit. I don't know. It's just that's why I wouldn't put it higher. It's just like. It's, a, it's just the and that and that's the thing because this movie really is a psychological thriller. Yeah, for sure. Because it's way more psychological thriller than any other yeah. category in, in you know like horror breakdowns. Because it is, it's like the cat and mouse shit. Yeah, are these people, are they slashers? Are they killers? Yeah. Is this a slasher movie? Not at all. Yeah, no, you it, know, and so it was. I don't know. Hey, what what other cat and mouse movies would you would you put beside this though? I mean, 
Like when it comes to like, because there there is movies out there that have the, the cat and mouse thing, but this one. Well, to me, there it's like an '80s thriller idea. You know, to, it's like uh, have you ever seen like, uh, oh, was it like Servants of Twilight? Maybe. Yeah. Where like trying to get that kid because they think he's like a messiah type deal, and they're like, they keep having to hide from that cop or that detective, or whatever. I have it on VHS. I do too, and. Uh, <laughs> So I got it from you. <laughs> oh well, maybe you have mine, but it, it's like <laughs> it still it feels like that kind of uh, the vibe. It's all that '80s kind of feel to me. It's like uh, what's the name? The Watchers. Mm-hmm. With that dog and that weird alien, because that that alien has to just keep is like keep like tracking them down. I don't know. It's a weird sci-fi flick, but it's just like I don't know, man. Just I can't. The cat and mouse particular is kind of, I don't, I don't know, it's not super used, you know what I mean? But just like the, it now, a little bit more so, um, you know, the, the killers at home, way yeah. down type of shit. And like, I mean, even to a degree, barbarian and shit like that kind of used an idea like, well, yeah, somebody knows your house better than you. Or yeah. they're already in there before you get there. Yeah. Like, that's getting used more now. And there's like a... There's a really good... It puts me in the same mind as this movie. It's called Hush. Oh, yeah. It's, it's good. Hush is a damn good movie. And, uh, the, about the deaf woman? Yeah. Yeah. So, it is... It's... Uh, never it's not, seen a movie more... Uh, <coughs> never seen a movie that had a, a killer so unhinged and annoyed. Because he's like, she's fucking deaf. She can't even tell... I'm I'm mask off, woo! Like right. that, yeah. It was just a weird take, but because of those weird kind of goofy scenes, it it leaves the scene and not goofy, but you see the killer's face. He's kind of making fun. He's trying to like yeah. So it takes it out of this realm. But other than that, it's very similar to the strangers. Yeah, like he's just yeah, stuck I'll, in this I'll one lone woman, but she's alone, kind of you know, in the retreat or whatever. The fuck he knows that he can get more than what you know. He he he, he yeah. can. Because he knows that she's deaf. He figures it out, you know. Yeah. And then this one, yeah, very But that similar. movie wouldn't probably exist without The Strangers. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, 100%. it was one of the first to kind of like have that kind of stalkery kind of... Uh, uh, popularized yeah. stalker kind of show. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, they, 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 they put the movie out as if it was a slasher. And then when you actually start watching the movie and you get into it, you're like, oh shit, there's a little more deeper. Um... In a lot of movies, a lot of horror films, there's a little bit of comedy. There's a little yeah. bit of, of a yeah. laugh somewhere where the fuck. Yeah. This movie has no comedy whatsoever. This is a very serious movie. I do like movie. that aspect of it. it is like, I, I do too. You know, it, it, it makes you realize the seriousness of yeah. certain situations. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, For me, I give it a four. Yeah. Um, and I give it a four for the simple fact that I kind of figured you'd be higher. I thought you were going to get this way up. But. It's not a five. Okay. Because I feel like there could be a little bit more to it. Yeah. But it it's enough to where every time I watch this movie, I know what's going to happen. I know what, 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 yeah. what what's what, what's going on. It still, gets it. it still gets the hairs fucking going right. up. You know what I mean? Um and also, again, it's weird seeing uh, uh, Duder from Always Sunny in Philadelphia taking a fucking 
shotgun shell in the face. True. So, True. you know, uh, which is one of my favorite characters of the show. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Uh, well, real quick, let's. You didn't even tombstone it. Oh, yeah, four. Yeah, four. Right. Yeah, I, I tombstone this motherfucker. All Shit. Right, all right. Um, but we're going to talk about something real quick, though. What's that? <coughs> the Strangers Part 2. <coughs> pray of night. Pray at night. Pray pray for night. Pray balls in your mouth. Um. Uh, uh, I have to talk about this movie just a little bit. Because... There is so much going on you can't see. <laughs> no. Um, My cousin's in this movie for like five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, doesn't even like horror movies, folks. No, he was just uh, eating with his fiance at a restaurant, and they came in to film, and was just like, hey, you want to be in this movie? Like, whatever, fuck. All right. Like, my biggest issue with the sequel of this movie, because when I first found out there was a sequel to The Strangers, it was like, um, it was it, it, it was it was confusing because in the movie, it was, trash. it was trash. Yeah, because they were it wasn't a cat and mouse. It was a, a straight up kill movie. It was like, oh, I'm gonna kill you if I get a chance. Yeah, and they kind of killed it with that. Um, but the first movie, The Strangers, I think is a solid film. Oh, for sure. Um, it does what it needs to do. Creeps me the fuck out still, <laughs> and uh, and I think I think that the women and I both agree that this movie is is uh, is good for a watch. Oh yeah, and uh, I don't watch it often, but you should at least watch it, check it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, so women gives it three and a half. Three and a half. I give it four. Uh, that is the strangers. Women, tell us what is going on with you at this moment. Well, I'm leaking blood right out of my face right now. Uh, he really is, folks. It's hot as fuck in Chuck's house, and my nose started bleeding because I got allergies and shit. But, uh, so, you know, I'm bleeding right now. But, He's squirting blood. <laughs> uh, His fucking nose. Right? Yeah. So, it's that intensive a fucking like conversation. Oh, get out of here. No, nah, but it's, uh, so I got a couple shoots. I still got, uh. I'm putting the the last of Jupiter, the shoot we just did. I'm getting those edited, put up. Uh, I got a few more planned pretty soon, so we'll just see what gets done. But yeah, check all that shit out on uh, Whitman Photography on Facebook. Uh, see what all I'm on now. Whitman on Instagram, Whitman on Twitter, Whitman on Flickr and Tumblr too. I think now. So uh, yeah, all that shit couple new shoots uh hopefully a script printed and i sent jessa a message if you kept up with any of these shows i'm pretty much uh in love with jessa flux this chick i met at uh scarefest she's awesome she's a tromet yeah, and, she uh, is she's in a bunch of uh sweet ass like b movies and stuff she's in uh debbie does demons coming out next year whatever but uh totally so, excited about that. right we've been talking on facebook stuff so i finally dropped her a message on how much She's gonna charge me to come do a shoot, so we'll we'll see if I can get that arranged sometime in the next fucking two years. Let's hope that Jessica comes on for the show at right. some point. So you know, I told her we'd promote her and hook her up and have her on the show and do all kinds of shit. So uh, hopefully, knock on wood, maybe in the next year that'll get uh, situated. So, Fuck yeah. Other than that, I'm gonna get this blood stopped. 
and uh, you know, go home and edit some pictures. Women is bleeding. <laughs> he is spurting from the nose. There's blood everywhere. It is, it is a crazy mess. There's a little blood on my hand and some blood on my face, but you he's know. being modest, folks. It's a pool in here. Yeah, I get it. It's crazy. He's dying right now. <laughs> I was kidding. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, uh, I think that's about it. Some shoots, a script, maybe hopefully. Uh, if he doesn't bleed out, folks. Nah, I won't bleed out. Not gonna. It's all right. Yeah, check all that shit out. Websites, Facebooks, all that. <laughs> uh, on my uh, on my side. Bastard Sons of Judas Code, Facebook, uh, you can pretty much get, get whatever out of that. YouTube, Spotify, Bandcamp. Um, tells from the podcast. It's no longer Tells from the Podcast less 2G1C. It is now just Tells from the Podcast. Fuck yeah. Fuck the 2G1C. Sure I'm on name. every weekend now. That's right, more of me with JB. Um, doing Tells from the Crypt stuff. We got one more season going, uh, and then after that, it's we we're gonna have a poll to see what everybody wants to do. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? Goosebumps? Uh, tell us some dark side, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so keep in tune with that shit. Facebook, Spotify, yeah, any of those places. Video store clerks Wednesday nights at 11 p.m. Uh, me, Dave, Chadman, and our newest part of, of our venture, Mr. Michael Farva. His last name is not Farva, but he really, really reminds me of Farva from Super Troopers. And yeah. I don't know if he hates that yet or not, but he's going to have to he get does. used to it. Because he's completely does. Farva. Love him to death. I'll speak for you. He's, he's the guy that did the, uh, the Velisca Axe Murder House tour with us. Uh, and uh, love him to death. But he is far to me. Uh, so, anyway. Oh, shit. Also, Tell Us in the Podcast last... Uh, or, shit. Tell Us in the Podcast presents Tales of Shock and Terror. Go to tellusinthepodcast.com. You can find out everything about the podcast as well as where to buy the fucking comic book. Because we got a new one that we're getting ready. So we need your money. So we can put the next one out. To scare all your family. Use it for Christmas wrap. Christmas presents. It's great for fucking. It's great for like stocking stuffers. You know, little little Johnny and little Annie want a fucking comic book. Put that shit in their fucking like their stockings. Okay. Your grandmammy doesn't know how to read anymore. Throw it in her fucking face. Give it to her. She'll love it. Like I'm just saying. Give this comic book to everyone. Everyone, Whoa. everyone, Tells the Podcast presents Tells Shock and Terror. With that being said, I'm Chug Nasty. This is Whitman. And you just got finished being ear fucked by Graveyard Talk once again. Share, like, all that shit. Good night. <laughs>